Welcome to The Cloaked. We are a collective of inquiring minds seeking answers to mysteries both past and present. Join us on our journey to discover that which remains hidden. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cloaked. I am your host, White Owl. Hey, it's Pandora. And today we bring you another military case. And of course, as you may know now um, or have known, there has been a missing person on uh, Fort Hood uh, by the name of Vanessa Guillen. And she's been missing for more than 50 days now. And so it's... You know, uh, I, I know many many of y'all have seen the uh, news reports and the you know the different outlets that are out there uh, talking about this case, and of course, it's very interesting uh, for many 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 reasons. Uh, you know, uh, there's been a lot of cases concerning Fort Hood of people who have gone missing on base. And so it's a, uh, you know, it's very, it's very disturbing, you know, uh, once you start looking into the many cases, um, besides Vanessa, ca- Vanessa's case here, uh, there was one uh, other individual, uh, Morales, who also gone missing, and another person by the name of Benjamin. But again, there are just many names of people who have gone missing. Now, uh, private first class Vanessa Guillen uh, still hasn't been found. Now, she is 20 years old. Uh, she was last seen again on Fort Hood. Uh, her car is still at Fort Hood. Um, they found her personal belongings, the barracks keys, military ID, uh, her other stuff at the armory uh, place where uh, she apparently works. Now, Guillen is about five foot three, 125 pounds, dark brown hair, light brown eyes, and a mole on the left chin. Uh, she has tattoos on her left arm. I believe it's a cross and a flower, a mountain and a sun, and I believe, Pandora, you had said that the other one looked like bars or? No, it, well, it looks like. Um... You know how people would have like the barbed wire? It's almost like a wraparound like that on the arm, but it's mm. not barbed wire. It's like like little like linear mountain uh, looking okay. shapes. Yeah. Okay. That's like right. real um like clean line and like a, clean... a simple line tattoo. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's probably the mountain uh one. But she has a flower uh, again on the left arm as well. Uh and so her family has been outside for hood. Uh, protesting to have her, you know, those, the mom is out there to have her, I guess, like searched for yeah, her. Well, there's a, I guess, this is a current case. So obviously, yeah. like every time, every day, something is changing, developing, but there's been a real lack of transparency with this case, I feel like, yeah. because. One, it's, uh, you know, suspicious as hell, right? The way that she, on this supposedly safe area for military Mm -hmm. people to be. Yes. Where she disappeared from is what we're assuming, because based on all her stuff still being there. Right. But, 
not a lot has been said or done. Um, she was reported missing as, as of April 22nd, right? Mm, yes. So, like in prior missing person cases on Fort Hood, we had, uh, I know we had at least one instance where they basically like locked it down, right? And like right. nobody in or out, like until we find this person sort of thing. Yeah. And they found that person that they were looking for. Mm-hmm. So when she went missing, her mom pleaded with them to lock it down, you know, find her daughter. Right. And it's been a very, like, that didn't happen. It's been a very delayed response. So it's very delayed. They're basically handling their own investigation at this point. Right. Um, which is very strange because there's a good reason to believe that somebody on base did something to her. So right. therefore, cover up. You know, you're not getting all the facts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the FBI is sort of getting involved as well. But right. the family would like for the FBI to handle the whole thing. The whole because thing. it's just been really, really like a lack of transparency. I don't think they have any real uh, leads. At this moment, right. Like, you, it's all like hearsay. And we, like, they interviewed like something like 150 people. Mm-hmm. They still don't have anything. They don't have any suspects that they've named at least. Right. So it's very weird. It's a very odd case. Uh, like you said, she disappeared on April 22nd around 1 p.m. Uh, now, she went to the um, this building. As the Regimental Engineering Squadron Headquarters, 3rd Cavalry Regiment. Now, this area is where they have the armory. Um, I guess it's like an office or some sort of room mm-hmm. where they keep certain things. Um, and she has access to this room. Uh, but her the office that she works on is a couple of steps from the armory room. Mm-hmm. And she was a she was told that she needed to go get something or something like that. Yeah, it sounds like she goes back and forth right. to this armory building. Right. So, like it's walking distance, it's a walking like ten distance. paces, one building to the next. Not right. a big deal. Yeah, according to the mom, um, it's not that far. And so, you apparently need a key and uh, I guess like some kind of like access code of some sort Mm -hmm. in order to get in uh so you would think that they would be able to pull the information to see if she even made it to the door to get whatever she needed and if she exited out Mm -hmm. because i would assume it being an electronic door and connected with some kind of keypad that it would keep taps of when it was open and when it was closed and who had access to the door Unless it's just not that sophisticated. Unless it's, yes, unless it's, it's not just, that you know, sophisticated. You have the right code, yes or no, right. and that's it. Exactly. But you we're led to believe that she did make it in there because that's where her stuff was found. In, in the office but that she worked. But of course, that's, you know, right. up for debate. Yes, it's obviously. very up for debate. Uh, she was also last seen wearing a black t-shirt and purple fitness pants. Uh, again, like you said, all her stuff was still at her workplace. And her her family has been trying to, at the time, they were trying to get in touch with her. Uh, now, we know that the estimated time of her going missing is between 12 to 1. Now, this is a rough estimate based on the sister and the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the boyfriend was trying to reach to her around 12. 
Uh, and then so was a sister after the boyfriend contacted sister Myra to, you know, that Vanessa wasn't answering her, the, the text messages that he was sending. Um, so now we know this again, like I said, because they try to make contact with her. Uh, she went on stating in an interview, uh, she said, uh, by then, this was two days. Um, my sister last seen two days ago. The phone was last tracked and built in Texas. Now, a new update says it was her ping on the phone was in Fort Hood, Texas. Now, now this is something that was stated by Myra initially. Now, the FBI has come out and said that. After going back and looking into it, it looks like it was actually the last ping was at 549 inside Fort Hood. Now, her sister, Myra, was interviewed by Nancy Grace, uh, her podcast, uh, Crime Stories, Mm -hmm. uh, in which she, you know, of course, again, she's being interviewed uh, because, you know, there's obviously disappearance. And, you know, she... You know, makes quite uh, interesting information. Um, she talks about, you know, uh, her, you know, uh, Vanessa's boyfriend, who was last one to speak to her on Wednesday before going into work, and uh, she was happy going into work and felt fine. Now, it looks like the boyfriend tried to send messages and it wasn't going or they weren't being read. Uh, Grace, uh, Nancy Grace asked Myra, so the boyfriend sends her texts, I'm assuming around lunchtime, and that's the day she disappeared, and it was, I quote, not delivered? Was that a problem with his phone? Or because what I'm getting is, I'm thinking my phone. So you're saying there was a problem with her iPhone? Myra responds, Yes, I immediately called my sister and it immediately goes to straight voicemail. Grace asks, what time was that? Myra responds, between 12 and 1. Nancy Grace says, did you try to text her, Myra? Uh, Myra says, yes, and the messages wouldn't deliver. So... We have here that Myra tried to make contact with uh, with her sister Vanessa, and supposedly Vanessa was at the armory uh, at this time. Uh, now, again, like we said, she was told that she needed to get something out of there, and that's why she was there. Uh, again, the last video that we have of Myra uh, was her on April 15th at 2.16 she visited Itacaria, Mexico um, the place that Vanessa frequent and the location was known by her now the people that work at the front know her now I'm assuming y'all have seen this video Uh, the owner said that he was contacted by investigators and they wanted to have the video and so the owner said that they would get the video ready and have a copy for them. Well, they never showed up to pick it up or to review the video, which is very interesting and kind of weird that 
they would I make such a so request. that was so weird because it's. I mean, I, they released the video, right? Like I think right. the news outlet. The there's media. not much to it, right? As far as like, oh, there's somebody with her, right? But. I mean, you do see that she comes in by herself, gets food for, like, what looks like two people. Looks like two people. They have, you know, they did have the receipt with her name on mm-hmm. it. She spent, like, $21 on tacos, Some, which is yeah. kind of a lot. Tacos, so, it makes yeah. you think she was getting food for somebody else. Right. And, well, one of the girls said, well, it looks like two food for two people it's because two. Yeah. it's a breakfast plate and then several tacos. Yeah. So unless she was starving that day, and she could be. I mean, she it could all be for her, and she's gonna right. you know eat it like throughout the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I mean, all we do see is that she she looks a little. They said she looks a little down in the video, like a little bothered, kind of pacing back and forth a little bit. Mm-hmm. She's on her phone, like yeah. constantly. The feeling Anxious, that she's yeah stressed even yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like super distraught looking, right? But that's pretty much all you see. Yeah. You, and, s- you definitely see... You get that body language, mm-hmm. right? You definitely read that from the video. Uh, she definitely seems to be a little bit bothered. Now, her mom has been interviewed uh, yeah. on multiple occasions by different outlets. Uh, anywhere from like Univision, Telemundo, mm-hmm. um, CNN, I believe, um, People Magazine... Uh, her sister was also interviewed by People Magazine. Uh, so, <coughs> in the interview, the mother says, she makes a statement that she had, Vanessa had been getting assaulted. Well, sexually harassed. Sexually harassed. Yeah. Yes, it's the words. Yeah. So, she had been sexually harassed by someone of authority mm-hmm. right now she doesn't tell her mom who i'm pretty sure I, f- I feel like she would have told somebody who it was like somebody knows the name well i think the way what i got is that like her mom and her were really close right? right so with her daughter coming home acting a little different like something was bothering her mm-hmm. i think she was able to get some information from her like right. the fact that somebody you know who outranked her was sexually harassing her or making her feel uncomfortable. Right. But of course, mom's response is, you know, like write him out, tell him, you know, report him. And I think that's why she didn't want to say anything because she felt like it would just bring her more trouble and do more harm than good. Right. So I don't know if she mentioned anybody specifically to the mom or the sister but i mean maybe somebody on base right. would know somebody mutual who maybe came across the same scenario with yeah. this guy yeah because she's uh, according to the conversation that the mother had with her daughter Vanessa the conversation went something like she would handle the situation and you know she had already made this complaint and apparently there was multiple complaints against this individual and it appeared that no one believed her or something along those lines. I think she didn't want to be... It, it sounded like she didn't want to be one of the other girls that had already tried to report this guy and nobody believed them. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of... I think one feared like retaliation. Right. Right? Yeah. Or just not being believed and then somehow things getting worse, I think. Right. 
But that tells me that this guy is like a serial offender, right? Like mm-hmm. he's like this with other women. Other women out so there, yeah. somewhere out there, somebody has to have a clue mm-hmm. of who could act like this. And it's probably more than one person that could act like yes. this. But I mean, who who has crossed paths with the same people that she did? You know what I mean? Right, right. And the the, the mom also said uh, that there was five other sergeants that were kind of above her mm-hmm. that were also that she in a way could potentially report to any yeah, one of these five that were like essentially her boss her mm-hmm. bosses right and so you know it could have been any of these individuals i'm not saying it was one of them but it sounds like it could be mm-hmm. um you kind of have to wonder as many people out there in the public uh many individuals are asking themselves are these people being questioned? Are they being investigated? Are they being looked into? Are they checking cell phones, text messages, things like that? Because uh, that's kind of what you want to do is like, you know, do a deep search uh, based on what's being said. I feel like they're not. And they're not. Only- because they're like, oh, he's so-and-so. He's, you know, this rank and has this many medals and you don't want to go up against right. that guy. And he says, no, they're going to believe whoever this person is. Uh, also, the military is doing their own investigation. Their own people are handling this versus having an outside department kind of go into and investigate it yeah. um, without any bias. So that makes things a little difficult like, and hard like to believe. This is an internal audit. This is a freaking, you know, the, missing this person. This is a missing person. Yeah, Like, you exactly. need outside people to come in right, and right. turn the place upside down. Yeah. Uh, because there's many... Uh, Fort Hood is big, from what mm-hmm. I understand. And it's huge. It's huge uh, from what I understood there's about 25 gates to get in and out wow uh and there's a lot of people i mean we're talking about 45,000 individuals soldiers families you know government employees contractors at one point back in 2003 it was said that they had over 175,000 and this also included retired military and their family and so it was quite a big area and so they did a lot of activity in there um, and I'm talking about training uh, sand missions they did um ammunition so they have a, a shooting range uh they did explosives uh, so you know they had quite uh numerous amount of things going on on base as you do with a lot of training uh facilities for the military so it's very active and so you have many people coming in and out many people coming in and out of this base so you know some people were saying you know, they don't check the vehicles as they're leaving. They only check the vehicles as they come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, as it, and as you know, and I know, that getting onto base, I assume it would be very difficult to get on base. So not anybody could just... So not anybody could just wander in. Right. Right? Like, if you are not Military. supposed to be there. Right. If you're a visitor, even if there's, like... If you're going on base and you're not part of that base, mm-hmm. but you know somebody in there, right. like you need to have permission. Right. From that person, right? It's like a a notice ahead of time, mm-hmm. you know? like you Yes. Need, 
And then and there's like paperwork you gotta ID yourself. It, it's kind of a mess. It's annoying yeah. to get on base. Right. Because they do a background check. They ID you. They check your vehicle. And you have to be on a, on a list to be able to get in. Yeah. Right. So it wouldn't... But I mean, if you're already military and you're on the base, I think that's very different. You right. Know, you come and go. Not 100% as you please, but... You can come and go. Right. right. Um, especially if you have the appropriate ID. Uh, so, again, like the mother was saying is that... She was being told by, the, I guess, the, I don't know if detectives or whatever from the base that, you know, her daughter was seen outside in the parking lot. But she was like, well, they saw her allegedly in the parking lot and then leave north northwest of the building. Uh, but the problem here is that there's no cameras to mm-hmm. prove, uh, nor were they able to you know, come out with any actual witnesses. Supposedly, again, this is allegedly that they saw her in the parking lot heading north northwest. And she makes it sound like, oh, you know, maybe like surveillance caught her doing this. Right. And she's like, but there's no surveillance there. So Yeah, so how do they know? Who's a witness or where's the surveillance tape? Yeah. It sounded to her, I think, a little made up. Right. Because if there's a witness, then you can question this individual for more information Mm -hmm. because maybe they have information that they don't think it's very important Mm -hmm. and it could be but every little thing helps yes exactly like was she still wearing the same clothes did Mm -hmm. she look distraught was she running um you know was she with somebody you know was she alone Mm -hmm. you know so there's there's little details that could be brought out that could you know (sighs) take this case into a different direction but you know like i said this base is massive it's not some small base again there's a large amount of people living on base now doing some of the research i did find many other issues with this base this base has again like i said it has a history of people going missing Mm -hmm. there's also a history of accidents happening on site and family not being notified until like either weeks later or they get notified but they're not told what really happened um so there's a lot of issues like that from people again this is from soldiers who have been stationed here before that have said there's a lot of weird stuff Mm -hmm. that happens on base it has not the best reputation. No. And you get the feeling that there's a lot of stuff that gets swept under the rug and mm-hmm. covered up. Right. Uh, I think you showed me an article of that something that happened two years ago with another sergeant. And he he was running a prostitution ring on, I believe, on base with the other soldiers. Yeah, it's not super, super current, but yeah, I mean, just to current. give you an idea of, like, stuff that has gone down on the base. Right, yeah. So there was a sergeant that uh, pleaded guilty in literally a pimping scheme mm-hmm. of female soldiers. Right. So, one, that's crazy. But two, that tells me that there's people he was pimping too. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there's these a girls with these soldiers. Right. So... Who the fuck is involved in all this? Yeah. And clearly he wasn't the only one who was 
turning a blind a blind eye to all this because he was letting it happen. He, he had was running it. You know, he was a supply, but then somebody out there was the demand, right? Right. Like, no. Yeah. Definitely. So there's more of these kinds of people on base, I'm sure. And you know, he also was. Um, he was sergeant first class. Mm-hmm. He had, um, you know, obviously the whole prostitution scandal, but um, he worked with another soldier to bring at least two other low-ranking women into his prostitution ring, but then he tried to deny everything um, of the other six charges that he had against him, which included sexual assault. So, Who's that, to say that someone else didn't pick up the ball after he left? Where he left. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's... That's a perfect example of somebody, you know, targeting another lower-ranking military member. Right. Because he was a sergeant. So, I mean, we can only imagine, right? Like, the kind of power trips that go on over there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then to factor in the area, you know, there's been talks of what, like, on base, also people being racist. Vanessa, again, Hispanic. Right. Uh, and female, so she already has like two things, you yeah. know, to overcome in that kind of environment. Yeah, exactly. And so there's again, there's a lot of things happening here on this base. Like I said, uh, there's been other individuals who have kind of like disappeared in a way because it's it's kind of hard to. It, it's weird to say disappeared or gone missing because this is a military base. Right. This is a very populated area. It's not the know? woods. It's not like some yeah, it's like not, out in the elements. Right. This is not your re- this is not your run of the mill missing four on one type case. Yeah. You know, this is not somebody who wandered into the woods, you know, in Alaska or somewhere in Washington or California. This is this is somebody who was supposed to be in a safe environment with fellow colleagues who was supposed to have honor and respect. And what happened? You know, where where did that honor and respect go? I mean, she's supposed to be at work. Yeah. Going in between buildings doing her job and somewhere in there something happened. Somewhere and now, you know, she left her stuff, her room key, her um, what else was it? Like a couple of different things. Wallet, not her phone, though. Not her phone. Her we phone's never found missing. her phone, and her car is there. So. Yeah. So where? And the other thing, they had moved her stuff. You know what's interesting is because you said that the there was that discrepancy right of the phone ping. Right. Uh, like it but, pinged at uh, what was it? Ben. Bel- Bel- Belton, Texas. Belton, Texas. Belton, Texas. And then it pinged. Uh, last at fort hood i wonder if that's to show that she went off base but then her phone came back yeah on base i mean was is that the discrepancy is that the issue you know they're because what if they're both right but it was just like well at one point she was in belton belton then whoever came back from fort hood still had her phone phone, and therefore pinging therefore it pinged at fort hood Mm mm-hmm which would imply that, you know, somebody left with her didn't come back with her, potentially. Right. Either way, she wasn't already accessing her phone. Right. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So, because it's like we said, no one's checking the cars as they leave. Right. Who's to say that, you know, she went into the armory room. Again, this is all speculatory. Mm-hmm. She went into the armory room. Someone grabs her. 
you know, expecting her or something, mm-hmm. puts her body, you know, drags her in the car, in the trunk against mm-hmm. her will, and t- took her off base. You know, when, again, no one's checking those cars. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, another possibility, and it's like, because I'm assuming whoever did this, if somebody, I don't know. I feel like whoever did this probably isn't the, the dumbest person. So right. maybe they... Done it before. Have possibly done it before. Or, you know, like they are trying to throw people off the scent. So right. you could say, well, leave with her phone and come back even. Right. Just to like make it seem like she went somewhere else. And that confuses the timeline. That confuses the location of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean... They could say, well, she was here, but then she left. She may have left with somebody we else. We don't know what she was doing at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, that's not part of her job. She did her job. She came back. She brought her whatever she was supposed to. And then, you know, they could say anything. Right. You know, they can say, well, she got a call and then she left. You know, she left in a hurry. It looks like somebody picked her up. We don't know. Yeah. You know, and then washes. They washed their hands off, whatever. I know with that interview that her mom did, um, she didn't seem to think it made sense that her stuff was left behind in the armory. Like, she... I don't know why she... She wouldn't just leave it there. She she alludes to the fact that somebody may have told her that her daughter was kidnapped, right? Right. Somebody who chose to remain anonymous that was like, I don't want to get in trouble because if they know that I talked, you know, bad things can happen. But somebody... Basically hints to her that her daughter had been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And so the mom does not believe that the stuff that was the personal belongings right. were just left at the armory. I think she feels like it was placed there. Right. So. That I somebody mean, moved her stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, again, like they said, you know, they saw her leave out the building heading north, northwest. And if this person says, hey, somebody actually kidnapped your daughter, what if they followed her, saw her out, and then she she was taken from there or from that area as she walked out? Again, this is all speculatory because we don't know what happened. We don't have all the facts. So it makes things very difficult. But, you know, there's a lot of things being said online, and I'm sure most of you guys have seen or read some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, I had uh, a couple of people who are, themselves are former military and have said and have mentioned to me that, you know, oh, yeah, I've heard stories about that base you know it's very weird it's very strange mm-hmm. you know it, it there's and this is something that i also found in many uh comments in many forums and and um various uh youtube videos as well that the surrounding towns have gangs and some of those people you know they enroll in the military and wind themselves there. So that's like a whole other thing too, you know, to kind of say, well, is that right? Is that accurate? Is this true? You know, is this again, this is something that somebody is saying is these rumors, you know? Um, so, um, even, even one went as far as suggesting a possible serial killer on, on the base. Yeah. I mean, who can say if that's what really is going on? But there's just so much weird stuff and like unresolved things mm-hmm. on this base that right. it makes you wonder, right? Like, yeah. 
Is everybody just doing what they want and getting away with it? Is mm-hmm. it just, you know, like you said, a serial killer? Yeah. Is there gangs? Is, is there... It, yeah. Is this, is this like a... Is this a, a gang that's running some kind of ring of some sort? Uh, maybe this person... Maybe Vanessa was taken for for money. Maybe they try to take her to an ATM. You know, who knows? Maybe they still have her. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, you have a lot of questions of what happened to her. And so... You know, and and again, it makes things difficult because people have heard so many stories of people who have gone missing. Um, And not to drift too far, in one case that I found, uh, an individual by the last name of Benjamin, who had gone missing, um, and he was found somewhere in Louisiana. And the article that I was able to find was that he was found in Louisiana by officials. And that he was going to be escorted back to Fort Hood. The thing is, is that he was being treated at the hospital and for, you know, uh, what did they say? For like injuries or something like that. Mm -hmm. But they didn't say like what happened or why he was being treated at the hospital. There's no transparency in any of this stuff. Zero (laughs) transparency. So did this person did they say that they initially had gone AWOL or was missing and then they're like no he, they, he was found he you know they don't say why what happened or how they found him in in, a, in such in such a matter that he had been taken to the hospital for treatment and then to be escorted back to Fort Hood you know you have a lot of questions of what is going on at Fort Hood and so you know there's Apparently, there is hundreds of cases of missing people from Fort Hood. It's insane. That is crazy. A lot of them get classified as like AWOL or deserter. Right. But it's like, well, that's convenient. Right. Like, it's did they easy... desert their entire life and family too? Right. Because that doesn't add up. It's an, it's an easy write-off. Yeah. That's the way I see it. It's so convenient to say, well, he went AWOL. It was too much stress for him. We don't know where they went. They just left. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, if they don't find this girl and it just remains like that, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they did the same thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. well, she she was having a hard time and so she just left. Right. Well, you know she left. I mean? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they just pull something like that. And but someone doesn't just leave. Also, she was set to get married this year. Yeah. So, she that was not just her boyfriend. It was her fiancé. Yeah. And even uh, her sister was saying, you know, like, some of their last conversations was just her talking about her birthday coming up in September. Mm-hmm. Talking about how she wanted to get a car. Right, 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 So, right. like, no indication of just, like, you know, uprooting her life and whatever. Yeah. Everything seemed, and she was having trouble, obviously, on the base, but, like, as far as the rest of her life, sounded yeah. like it was well-rounded, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's crazy that, um, you know, what she had told her mom about the sexual harassment stuff, and then there's a attorney, um, I forget her name, but that's right. representing the family right now. Right. How she mentioned that they did kind of uncover some incidents they're looking into where... Um, I don't know if it was by the same person, but that somebody, like a, another officer, had walked in on her showering. Right. Um, and then the, there was another one where 
uh, some guy on base like started yelling at her like vulgar stuff in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess she had told her mom too. Like some of the harassment stuff was more like being followed around, being stalked. Like she liked right. to go jog a lot, so like this guy would follow her jogging. Mm-hmm. So it's really it's really weird, right? I, I mean, I could see it escalating. Oh yeah, definitely. And especially if there's like more than one person doing it. Yeah. Because that was that and was, everybody's turning a blind eye, right? Because that was one of many theories: is that you know, what if multiple people are involved uh, in whatever is happening, and you know, there's this uh, ring of just abuse and sexual harassment going on on base. Uh, there was several comments that I've read. Of people who have, again, were at some point or are still stationed at Fort Hood. Talking about, you know, there's definitely, you know, a lot of harassment happening. Yeah. And one incident I read was uh, there was a girl on the track, you know, working out. And then was approached by two other women uh, asking her if she was already done with her workout. You know, and then she was told, you know, hey, you you know, we got to stick together because, you know, there's, you know, these assaults that happen Mm -hmm. when, you know, women are out there alone. And so, you know, it's 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 crazy to hear that, you know, this happens on base, you know, and it's so tough to to read some of these comments and to listen to some of these things that people didn't feel safe on base and most of these people are women and they're minorities mm-hmm. and just just don't feel right and they don't feel safe yeah and it's really sad because i mean we know that uh vanessa's whole passion has always been to go into the military right so i'm thinking you know i don't know how long she's been there it hasn't been that long right because she's like a she private first class private first class yeah um, I mean, she's obviously very young, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, you go in there thinking it's going to be this great opportunity and you're met with like these horrible people. Yeah. Horrible people who are abusing their power and making people feel unwelcome and yeah. unsafe. So exactly. Uh, what, what are your what are your thoughts on uh, on this case? I mean, it's hard to like come to any kind of conclusion, but. Because things are developing. It's yeah, it's current. It's super current. It's developing. You know, every day. Hopefully, you get a little bit more information. But I mean, I would like to see more transparency because mm-hmm. right now it's like we are assuming they know nothing. Mm-hmm. For all we know, they know stuff, but they're not telling anybody. Right. But it's all being handled by the military. There's like a little bit of FBI in there, but some involvement. I know there's different organizations helping out the family. You know, right. get out there, but. Right. You know, I hate to say it too, but like the mom is a Spanish speaker. I feel like she's gotten ignored a lot. Oh yeah, no, she's getting definitely. some traction, and you know, luckily there's been like celebrities. Salma Hayek, Salma Hayek started putting her right. story out there. Oh, yeah. um, was it Baby Bash? Baby the rapper Bash. contributed money yeah. for the reward. Um, which, by and the way, it's at what now? Like fifty-five. Fifty-five thousand, right? They also have a GoFundMe at GoFundMe.com. F uh, PFC. Dash Vanessa Gillian 
dash missing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're trying to raise uh, 100,000. Uh, they're at 68,295. So they're, they're, I mean, it's moving up. And they're, I believe they're trying to get a private investigator also involved. Uh, I mean, they really do need assistance because not many lawyers want to go up against the yes, military. That's the a mother whole other said issue. That it was very hard to get somebody to represent them because mm-hmm. they either have to be retired or like they have to be like former military something where they they understand how that works, but not currently tied so or involved tied, right. because people don't want to touch that with a ten foot pole, which mm-hmm. tells you something already. Which makes me think, like, even if they get a private investigator, like, what are they going up against? Are they right. even going to be able to get far? Because everybody yeah. that you could probably suspect is on base on and base. protected yeah. somehow, you know? And, and there, I mean, like you said, there was this, uh, I mean, it's the reason I feel like it's gone and hit more of the light is because, you know, the people started the hashtag Find Vanessa Gillian. And then you have Selma Hayek, you have rapper Baby Bash, you know, you have people putting it out there. And, and you know what? It, it's as as uh, as many Latinos who serve and many Latinos who have, you know, their parents supporting them and this and that and, and coming from a very close family, you know that how gut wrenching it must feel. To not know where your daughter is, to yeah. be a minority in this country, as this world is, this country is facing many changes, uh, especially those people of color. You know, you you know what's happening out there. You know, there's these changes that are occurring, and they they, you know, we have to make people face what's happening out there. You know, people are being discriminated against. You know, case uh, of the color of their skin because maybe they're because they're woman as well mm-hmm. you know because they're maybe oh, they're the military different for sure i mean all right. of that is a strike against you you know oh, what yeah I mean? definitely it's it's obviously has evolved but i mean it was used to be just you know straight white men mm-hmm. and so anybody else who doesn't fall under a straight white man is like you know likely to get targeted at some point exactly so and, uh, you know, I think the most recent update we've gotten uh, from this was there was a rumor uh, out there that a body had been found. And I believe the lawyer came out and said that it wasn't Vanessa. Well, uh, it was kind of weird because first I think they were, they had a rumor. Right. Like spreading through social media. Mm-hmm. That there was that she had been found, right? Like right. her body. But then they said no that's that's just not true mm-hmm. and then literally like the next day it's announced that a body has been found in clean texas in like right. a field mm-hmm. so that's still developing um i mean there's i'm trying to see because there's some people that say and it's a social media so like not a reliable source not a reliable source but right. some people are saying that you know they're they don't think it's her because it appeared to be a male mm-hmm. but obviously they're not releasing anything because they have to positively identify who it, who is, it is and they're going to let the family, the family know, know first so but this could potentially be the gregory morales missing person case as right. well yeah so we, we don't know while. even the gender right now for sure of who that was oh yeah 
But um yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Like Yeah. It definitely is. I mean, this is again, this is a new it's current story that's happening. Um, you know, we wanted to gather as much information as we could, but you know, a lot of the information is not concrete. There's not a lot of information being told or given to the family and much less the public. And so the people definitely demand answers of what's going on on base because it's, I mean, it's just unacceptable. It, it really, someone who is serving their country should not fucking go missing on base. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? What the fuck is going on? Seriously. What kind of, what kind, like, of, what kind of Mickey Mouse show are you fucking running there? Huh? <laughs> it's a Mickey Mouse operation. It's a cover up. It's a, it's some, it's yeah. a boys club, a boys I think, club. is what yeah. it sounds like. And it's, you know, it's people looking out for each other. Right. To do bad shit. And I have a feeling that this is again speculatory. That whoever this superior was, was definitely harassing and abusing her. Mm-hmm. And definitely maybe had one or maybe more people involved with her disappearance i also suspect that because i mean there's that culture right and sometimes you you see it in even like regular jobs where like the worst people get to move up Mm -hmm. and it's when they see other people who are like them you know Right. Another piece of shit person trying to move up the ranks. Right. They kind of scratch each other's back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll help you with this you help me with nonsense. The, right. And, you know, like, maybe I'll move on up. And so I wouldn't be surprised, especially, like, looking at stuff like that 2015 case where the guy, the sergeant, mm-hmm. was pimping out female soldiers. Like, okay, who gave him that position? You know what I mean? Like, how did right. he get to move up into stuff? And And how many people did he help? move up and if that's happening like how do we know it's not still happening exactly or things of that nature yeah. you know like i feel like there should be an outside department whether it be the fbi or someone else doing the investigation of what's happening on military bases life or hood you know these harassments in the era of the me too shouldn't be fucking happening and the soldier shouldn't be afraid of Telling somebody, hey, this is what's happening to me. I'm being harassed. I'm being assaulted. You know, I'm being discriminated against. There shouldn't be any of that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that this is something that's happening, you know, in 2020. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, and I mean, it must have been bad because even her mom was like, basically like, resign. Like, get out. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck yeah, and she was Just like, get out. no, like she wanted to keep, you know, marching on, yeah. thinking that she could handle whatever it was. But I mean, we don't know how bad it was. Right. So, I don't know. They they definitely, like, I think it's so weird that they've interviewed so many people and they didn't so release or find anything that they... Right. It's been know. how many days? You know yeah. what I mean? I smell foul play. I smell cover-up. You know, I smell a lot of bullshit in this. Oh, for sure. Uh, a lot of bullshit. And I think, I hope something comes out of this. I I hate to think 
that you know this goes unresolved yeah that this just goes and gets swept under the rug that this gets forgotten somewhere i hope it doesn't i hope it sticks i hope that the family gets you know an answer right and you know it, it's just a very disturbing uh, story well guys uh, hopefully again you've enjoyed this very fucking weird and unusual and disturbing story i wish we had like a different thing to talk about but um again like we said uh you know we wanted to gather as much as information we didn't want to just go out there blazing guns with uh, you know the appropriate information and you know a good timeline uh but there is definitely a hashtag to find vanessa again uh, there's definitely a Facebook. You can go and find your information for her. And you can definitely share that. Again, they do have a GoFundMe you can hit up. And please share and like. Uh, tell your friends. And hopefully we'll see you on the next episode. Later. Later.